0: I'm Gerald Swindle. I want to say a big congratulations to my girl Angie and the whole podcast deal. I met you. You are in a boat. You've become a great friend and you have an outstanding podcast. Congratulations on number 300.
1: Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing in the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now here's your host, Master Captain Angie Scott.
2: Hey everyone, welcome to a very special celebration episode of the Woman Angler and Adventure Podcast. It's hard to believe we're at 300 episodes and still going strong. I started this whole journey back in the beginning of 2018, and here we are over five years later still putting out new episodes week after week featuring some of the most amazing women I've come across in the outdoors world. So I've been racking my brain trying to figure out what I could do for this special celebration uh, milestone of hitting 300 episodes. We're right off, hot off the heels of being down at ICAST, and I have a lot more great content from that trip to share with you guys in upcoming episodes. And uh, this idea actually came to me from one of my podcast listeners and friends, Gabriella McGrath. So the past several years, the Recreational Boating and Fishing Foundation has done some ladies' gatherings at ICAST, and this year they did a breakfast. They presented their new campaign, which is centered around finding your best self on the water. They also shared some of the latest data pertaining to the growth and challenges of women in fishing. So, Gabriella thought it would be great if I could highlight this new campaign by combing through some of the past episodes with sound bites that kind of align with some of the messaging that they have here. It was a bit overwhelming to think about because, with nearly 300 episodes to think back on and so many great examples, uh, and there were so many I could have chosen from, but um, somehow I managed to kind of thumb through and, and find some good examples to share with you guys. And then just for fun, some of my friends like Gerald Swindle, who you heard from at the beginning of this episode, wanted to extend some congratulations on making it to 300 episodes. So I'm going to sprinkle a few of those in throughout this episode as well. Thanks, everyone, who shared something. It really means so much to me. Before we jump into all that, I did want to share with you some of those latest statistics. This is from the freshly released 2023 Special Report on Fishing. So RBFF found that female participation in 2022 topped its 2020 all-time high, and it's now at 19.8 million. 40% of the female participants in 2022 were first-timers. 42% of all, all first-time anglers in 2022 were female Based on that report, 36% of all anglers in the U.S. in 2022 were female, and that's up from prior years where women represented 33%. 40% of first time anglers in 2022 were women, as were 46% of those considering fishing in 2022, and an additional 10% increase in female participation equates to an additional. One billion dollars to the U.S. economy. This is why I'm dedicated to continue this podcast on for another 300 episodes. We're making waves, but we still have a lot of important work to do. So please keep listening, keep sharing this podcast with your friends. Take a friend fishing. Take a kid fishing. Together, we're going to be able to make an even bigger difference. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, so. Through their research, RBFF has found that women who fish have more happiness, grit, patience, health, and confidence. So we're going to break down each of those with an example from a past guest who I feel exemplifies those traits in their uh, fishing pursuits. Hey, everybody, this is John King, the crappie hippie, your tree-hugging redneck from eastern Kansas. And on behalf of all of us at the Fish Nerds podcast, We want to say congratulations,
1: Angie Scott, on 300 episodes of the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast.
2: What a fantastic achievement. What a milestone. What an incredible job, Angie. Congratulations from all of us at the Fish Nerds. So let's start off with happiness. RBFF says one in four women who fish say it helps them manage their moods and long-term stress. So in episode 281, which wasn't all that long ago, a perfect example of this jumped out at me, and that's Terry Huffmaster. Terry wasn't afraid to talk about her battles with depression over the years, which is a topic that isn't openly talked about enough, but the one thing that's helped her manage her symptoms has been being in the outdoors and fishing.
0: I have anxiety, severe anxiety, so I love to get out on the water to clear my mind. It's like my therapy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I just love to fish for myself just, um, and I'm, I love to take pictures of my catches and I like to share that and what I do out on the water through the lens of my eyes. So hopefully to be a role model to other women, um, young girls coming up, um, children. And I mean, even men, I mean, I just want to let them see what they're missing. Get out. Go do it. Enjoy yourself. You only got one life to live, right?
2: I feel like, and and maybe you've observed the same thing, but definitely since the pandemic, I feel like uh, mental health issues, anxiety, depression, all that kind of stuff seems to be at a at all time high. Or maybe it's just getting talked about more than it it had been in the past, um, but. I think it's so important to continue those conversations. And because I think there's a lot more people that are suffering from things like that, and they're trying to keep it to themselves and not talk about it and just deal with it. But um the more we talk about it, the more we can share things like, hey, you know, this is what I do. I get out on the water and I find it very therapeutic, very relaxing. You know, maybe you should give this a try. And so, um, thank you for bringing that up. And, uh, you know, it's always something I like to ask my guests is, you know, you have this passion for the sport and for fishing. What is it that really draws you to it? You know, what, what is it that you, Um, enjoy about it and um, you know fishing is yeah I've heard it said many times it's it's a sport that's a great equalizer the fish don't care
0: who's in the boat you know (laughs) absolutely everything you just said you hit the nail on the head yeah you did I mean that is so true the fish do not care People are, um, so many people since the pandemic are actually holding a lot or having a lot of anxiety and depression, which can lead to panic attacks and it can be very debilitating. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can literally put you down in, into a deep, dark place. And, and that's what I hate seeing because we also know that since the pandemic, um, and the anxiety and depression, all that out there, suicide rate has hit its highest. Mm-hmm. And, um, a lot of people don't see that, you know, there's ways that you can help your mental status by getting outdoors. And like with me, I get on the water. I enjoy it. I mean, I that is my peaceful place when I'm out there. Um, I enjoy the fishing. I enjoy the adrenaline of the fishing. You never know what you're going to catch. You never know how big it is. Um, it just puts me at all-time ease. My anxiety is, you know, like gone um It makes me feel so much better, but a lot of people can't find an outing. They just don't know. Like you said, they they keep it to themselves, mm-hmm. and they don't know who to talk to, and they don't know what to say. and And a lot of people's embarrassed by it. But one thing about it, you have to control it. Don't let it control you. Get up, live life. You only have one life to live. And when you find something productive to do, whether you want to get on the water or whether you want to, I, I don't know. Um. Off. get in the woods something. you know <laughs> yeah get in the outdoors I mean find something that you really love to do and it really helps Angie I mean it I mean absolutely it helps it helps me
3: yeah
0: um and I've been having problems with anxiety and even bouts of depression and stuff like that for 26 years now so finding um my outing out on the water and being in the outdoors is my therapy, and it's a tremendous help. Hey, this is Jen Ripple from Dunn Magazine. Congratulations, woman angler, on your 300th
2: episode. You go, girl. All right, now let's talk about grit. According to RBFF's research, women who fish are more likely to say that setbacks don't discourage them. I went all the way back to episode 90 for this one. Not that there weren't plenty of examples in between I could have chosen, but I remembered this conversation Barb Carey had with our guest, Allison Roberts. At that time, when I met Allison, she was forced to walk with two forearm crutches, but that didn't stop her from getting out in the outdoors and fishing and sometimes in some kind of treacherous terrain.
4: Yeah, I got, I got hurt a few years ago at work and, uh, unfortunately it's not something that's resolved itself yet. But at the same time, it gave me an opportunity to experience things a little differently. But up until last year's fish camp, really all I'd been doing is kind of sustaining, like just trying to go through most of my experiences with the least amount of discomfort and, and not, uh, not too much challenge really. And it was fish camp where I really realized again like i felt the desire of challenge i remember i remember uh meeting tj there uh one of the other members in the group and being so like like driven to want to like catch something that i could turn around and go like tj look what i caught you know and 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 that just led to another you know interest to try and do something else where i could go i i could have something to say with some of these other people that are catching fish and and show that i could catch fish too and I, I didn't really know what, the, what what i was getting myself into i just kept trying to do something and something led to something else and something else and something else and I, i've literally i think i've been to what five or six wisconsin women fish events um even the next event i was invited to was the ice fishing 101 which i'd never done ice fishing before in my life and i barely ever even been on ice in my life like maybe 30 actual seconds in my whole life had I been on ice. So being invited to the 101 was one of those things where I felt confident doing it because I felt like I was going to again be with a group of people that I knew that I could feel safe with. And, uh, that's what started my whole shoes on my crutches thing too, is I, I needed to feel safe with on ice. And when I got those shoes, uh, that really changed everything even more so, like in a way that I never, I never anticipated. So this uh, episode, we're also doing a video of, and uh, Allison, show what we're talking about here. So this is how you get around since you've become injured. This is kind of, what's that well, called? Since i become injured, it actually, I, spent... I, I, I wasn't needing the crutches when I first got hurt. My situation has progressively and continues to get worse. But when I ultimately needed the crutches, I, I just had the regular bottoms on them. But when I got invited to the fishing one o ice fishing one oh one I wanted to make sure that I could, you know, be safe on the ice. And I, I was looking for little boots and I found these little boots online and then I found baby cleats that fit them. So now I put baby cleats on my boots. And that was the first thing that really made me realize, like, I can use these boots to do other things. And I have, like, I've traveled literally all over the country between, you know, sand dunes to, to lava rock to blowholes to, to trout creeks to you name it, like, I've, I just, I travel everywhere with these and I really feel not only more stable, I have an odd additional sense of confidence. And that combined with the extra level of support from a group like Wisconsin Women Fish combined with, with a passion to do something I enjoy, with a drive to show other people that I can do it has like led to so many of the experiences that I've had this year. Like I've literally probably physically met what? Well over a hundred plus members in our group this year, like easily, like one-on-one had conversations and, and been out on individual experiences with so many as well. And I never thought that like, like, uh, I don't know if this is what you're intending for this interview, but to, to, to be very forward in New Year's of this very year, I spent my New Year's Eve trying to convince other people on Craigslist not to kill themselves. Like that's where my year started this year, you know. And and I've had some losses this year, but th- what I've gained this year is more than I feel like I've I've had in an extremely long time
1: hey there this is uh, captain tanya dowdy of real chica
0: charters and i just wanted to say congratulations to angie scott and the woman angler because woohoo y'all she's got episode 300 coming up under her belt so very exciting and awesome and if you haven't been listening to those podcasts you need to get on because they're amazing and you get to meet all kind of really cool people I'm Carl Jocomson, and I want to say a huge congrats to the Woman Angler and Adventure podcast on their 300th podcast.
2: I think the number one characteristic people think of when it comes to fishing is that of patience. RBFF found that almost half of women who fish say that fishing teaches them patience. And I think a perfect example of this is a guest I had on episode 153, Angelica Marciano from National Geographic's Wicked Tuna. You know, I watch the show and I see all the struggles and in the times where, you know, fishing is really hard or or you hook up with one and it's like hours. Like what's what how do you stay motivated, I guess, when when the going is is tough like that?
5: It's hard sometimes to stay focused and keep your head up and stay motivated when it's hard when you spend eight hours fighting a fish only to lose it on the ninth hour, you know? And you feel like you've wasted all this opportunity and time, but you have to realize that with the bad comes good, you know? And if you don't keep trying, then absolutely nothing will happen. And sometimes there are days that you just don't catch a fish, but you're still out there and you're still learning from the experience. And if nothing else, that's that's really what you have to focus on, that you've been learning and you're out there together with your family and you have to make the most of it.
2: Okay. You know, I, I have to imagine the thrill of, of being successful, catching that big fish or, oh, yeah. you know, just kind of keeps keeps you motivated. What's that experience like when, when I mean, can you d- even describe the thrill of, of landing mm-hmm. one of these big fish? I can't even imagine.
5: Yeah, well, it's funny. I've said before that tuna fishing is some of the highest highs and some of the lowest lows and i definitely think that that speaks to that because when you catch this 500 600 700 a thousand pound fish like it it's insane you're like i didn't think that i could even do that and then you have this beautiful fish on on deck and all circumstances have just aligned perfectly It's a, it's a pretty amazing feeling when you catch that thousand pound fish it's almost like when you make eye contact with that really cute person at the coffee shop, and your heart skips a little beat, and then they come over and they say hi. That's kind of like that feeling.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's that's awesome. I don't think I've ever heard fishing um, described quite that way before, <laughs> but it makes sense.
5: Yeah, it's a similar it's a similar moment.
2: <laughs> hey, this is John Acosta with
1: Costa. Very excited to be able to say congratulations to the woman angler adventure on your 300th episode. And so, again, many thanks for all the support that you guys have given Costa Brand. um, And um, look forward to many, many, many more years of you guys and really killing it. So congratulations.
2: So we're really nothing if we don't have good health. That's an easy one to take for granted until it gets taken away from you. And one of my past guests knows that all too well. Here's a clip from one of my one day at a time episode series of episodes with Kate Huff, AKA Kate can fish. How, how important has it been for you? Um, you know, when you're able to, to still
3: be able to get out there and and fish. Uh, very, very important. Um. My husband says I go through fishing PMS if I don't get out there enough. <laughs> um, now I've had to to modify that. I mean, we used to go out six to eight hours at a time, and now it's you know I, maybe three or four hours. You know, and mm-hmm. and I really have to pay attention to weather and things like that because of my illness. The the extreme heat and the in the cold now will you know it it'll, it'll shut down my body and and you know the pins and needles and feelings like that sometimes my fingers um don't work like they're supposed to and and it's definitely um you know a lot harder to get around the boat and to i can't really pond fish that much anymore of course um so it has definitely been a challenge but um you know to get out there when i'm on the boat when i'm it is my happy place and it, it is you know, even if you're not catching fish, you're out there in the nature and always beautiful. God's sunsets and you know, sunrises and and seeing all the birds and you know, just everything out there, everything on the water or by the water. You know, lots of nature. And when I catch a fish, it, especially a big one, it, I mean, it is like a euphoria that will set over. I mean, it is my is my drug of choice, my addiction. You know, and and um, you know, I can when I'm reeling in a fish, it's like adrenaline kicks over and I'm pain-free for you know a few minutes and it is you know I can jump up on the net you know when my husband gets (laughs) a fish and it's like you know strength I didn't even know that it just comes out of me you know whenever Mm -hmm. I'm on the boat so and and yeah I may pay for it and have to be on bed rest for a couple days after but I wouldn't give it up for you know Anything.
1: This is Captain Debbie Hanson with She Fishes too, and I want to wish congratulations to the Woman Angler and Adventurer podcast on their 300th episode. This is Gabriella McGrath. I am a huge fan of the Woman Angler and Adventurer podcast, and thank you so much, Angie, for making 300 episodes for us. This is just the beginning.
2: Finally, according to RBFF's research, one in five women who fish feel like they can do anything they set their mind to. Fishing gives us confidence. I thought back to a conversation I had on episode 176 with Beth and Lori from Two Chicks in a Boat. Here's what they had to say on the topic of confidence and fishing. And I think going
1: back to like when you're a co-angler, when I first started, I thought I needed to be doing what the pro was doing oh, yeah. just to see if I'm going to be like they were catching fish. And I thought, oh, well, I'm obviously going to need to do what they're doing. Well, I wasn't confident in anything they were doing. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I can't keep doing this because I, I don't feel like I'm going to catch anything. So then once I like backtracked, I was like, Beth, if you just throw whatever you're confident in, I'm like, and just feel like you're going to, you know, a gut feeling that you're going to catch fish. That's what I went back to. And so that's always helped me out, you know, being a co or even when we're in tournaments, because you hear tons of, Guys or girls say that, oh, the bite's going to be this and the, and you're going to need to use this and this type of yeah. braid and, you know, get rid of your spinning rods because it's all going to be, you know, flipping bushes or whatever. Yeah. And it, you know, it turns out to be like a little spinning it's rod. Shaking. Head. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. so you just need to do what, what you feel confident in, but it just takes, takes a lot of, a lot of practice. Yeah. Once I started catching fish, being more confident in it. And knowing, hey, you can do this after I I caught some, it, it kind of, you know, pushed me over the line more. So now i like, we could go anywhere and I can be a co-angler and I'll be comfortable.
5: Hi, I'm Linda Leary with Fishy Wear and we're here at ICAST 2023 and we're super excited to have Angie stop by the booth. And um, we're excited that she has her 300th episode of the Women Angler and Adventurer. So congratulations, Angie. We're super happy for you
0: hi my name is janine blair i am the founder of fishinistas i just wanted to say congratulations to angie and the woman angler for the 300th podcast awesome job keep it up all right
2: guys i hope you enjoyed that uh the celebration episode and thank you again to gabriella mcgrath for the great idea Thanks for listening, subscribing, and leaving reviews for the show on your favorite podcast platforms. I really appreciate it, and we'll be back next week with episode 301, Onward and Upward.